We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, so we're doing an emergency uh, green room session here at Miami Heat. We did one earlier this morning, kind of talking about the, the free agency. I'm waiting for my co-hosts. Really excited. So this is kind of an interesting signing for Miami. Uh, we, you know, I, I was kind of a Paul Millsap guy going in, uh, well, especially at the start of free agency. And I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, I was really an Otto Porter guy, uh, kind of those guys at the four, a little bit of shooting. They got a Morris twin, which I kind of, like, in retrospect, I kind of like. He gives them a little bit of size, a little bit of shooting, not too much. But, you know, I think they're going to need a little bit more kind of edge and a little more size and stock, especially when defending the Bucks. They got really small, PJ at the four, and they really don't have another backup four. I mean, they can do some stuff with, you know, PJ at the five, and they can go really, really small, kind of like Houston did. So... I, I, I kind of like the move for Miami. They get a little versatility. They can play a little bigger. They can play two bigs, uh, which is not too common in today's NBA, but it's something that we've talked about. Welcoming my co-host, Tiffany Meeks. Tiff, hey, hey, hey. We got the, we got the twin. We've been we, clamoring we, for the twin. <laughs> well, y'all been clamoring for the twin. And we got a twin. I, listen, I, I, did, I, I honestly, I don't know the twins apart. I just know they got big bodies. And, and they'll go hard for you. So, you know what? Give me one. So, I, I was talking earlier, and we talked about this this morning. Like, they get a little bit more versatility. They can play, like, two big lineups. I think against Milwaukee, it kind of helps to be able to play a couple different ways. Not the best shooter, but at least he's a willing shooter. 31% last year, not good. Thirty, You know, about 33, 39, 38. So, he's had some years where he's been good, some years where he's been bad. I think that the fact that he'd be willing to shoot is, is pretty good for them. You got you got to have a guy at the four that can play next to that plays next to Bam. He has to be able to shoot. So right, at least he's willing. Their spacing is not going to be perfect, but you can't let perfect be the enemy of good. And if he's on a minimum deal, I don't know if the details of the contract are out yet. I, I think that's a really good move for them. Right. Listen, I'm I'm hyped. You know, <clears throat> they didn't sit idly by and just say, 
we're okay. We just want to add a little piece here or there. No, they like went out and you know what? This team has gotten a face lift. This team is riding down Rodeo Drive. <laughs> Listen, with the top down. Listen, it, we might score 95 points, but we're going to hold you to 82. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> the physicality is going to be good for them. So, yes. They're going to, they have either four or three roster spots left, depending on what happens with Udonis. So, they they still have some moves to make, kind of waiting on the contract details here to see what happens with Morris. But you know, I think they can they can sign obviously minimum guys and be away from the hard cap. The other thing that they can do is, it, depending on how they structure Lowry's increases and and Duncan's increases, they can even fit the rest of their mid level exception and their biennial exception. I know that some people have said otherwise. I mean, we've crunched our cap numbers and they can do it depending on how a couple deals get structured. Right. Um, so under contract right now, Miami has agreed to or has signed already. Jimmy Bam, Lowry, Hero, Duncan, Dwayne Dedman, Tucker, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Casey Ogpala, and now Markeith Morris. Uh, so four spots or three, depending on UD. Right. There's, there's still a couple guys. So do you, if if you got your next pick at the crop, do you want another kind of power forward slash center, or do you want them to go more somebody at the wing? I'm an, I, I would say at the wing at this point. Not a lot available. I mean, now we're talking about, you know, <laughs> Garrison Matthews. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know him. I don't know him. You don't know him? Uh, he peels on the, the Wizards, the, the, the Heat oh, killer. I, no, I know him. I'm just, I, I don't know him. Miami doesn't have a backup point guard. I mean, I guess you have Gabe Vincent, but I don't know how good you feel about that. Uh, maybe they find one of these kids at Summer League uh, that, are, that are pretty good. Let's, uh, let's bring in Luke here. Luke, what's up, man? Hi, first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> you you just mentioned summer league. Um, I don't know if y'all have done uh, looked into the guys that we have this year, but with the depth situation of our roster, how much do you expect us to depend on getting uh, that those diamonds in the rough from the summer league roster? That's a great question. Uh, thanks. Yeah. So, like, they, yeah. I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna have their two way spots open, and I think that those are gonna be some of those summer league guys. Right. They have some defense first guys that we talked about a while ago that they really like. Uh, I think it's gonna be listen. That's gonna be a really competitive summer league for them, and they're gonna have to hit on one of those guys. And right, my, right. My, my, tip Miami's good at that. They always hit. on They're guys. gonna one of those guys will materialize. Like, um, I I can't think of the the kid's name, but he's the I mean, his defense looks ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The high, talk about, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, listen, maybe they hit on him. But if there's seven or eight guys that they're sending out there, one of those guys will stick. So, like, let's remember that. It's like, the guys that they're, we're talking about in Summer League are – these are guys to, like, eat regular season minutes. What Miami really has to focus on is who are our seven to eight guys that we're playing in the playoffs? Like right. regular season, we'll find our young guys to kind of get us through the season. You know, Gabe Vincent will eat some minutes, Max Roos, you know, these guys, whoever else they bring on their two-way deals, whatever guy they find in the G League, which Miami, again, they didn't have a G League last year. They're one of the best teams at using it. Um, you know, the guys that they have now, I mean, you know that you can count on Jimmy, Bam, Lowry, Duncan, Hero, uh, PJ, and then from there, you know, maybe a little bit of Deadman, but not too much. Right. Uh, so 
you know, Morris, I think they're also going to kind of depend on. So I think you're a couple guys away from like a full playoff rotation. And I'm sure that they'll be active at the deadline too. Yeah. Yeah. This is whatever they go into the season with that's this, it won't be what they end the season with. They're definitely going to be active at the deadline. So Siobhan, hi, what's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? We're doing good. You you excited for that one? Oh, man. Listen, we got left twigs. I'm (laughs) super excited. Left twigs? Yo, listen, we got left. We, we got listen, left twigs, we listen, got left twigs and buns. Left twigs is the one you think isn't quite as good as your dominant twigs, but, but really, it is. And the things yeah. that he's bad at or isn't as good at are things that he could drill and things that he can work on. Um, I think, you know, we added toughness and, and some grit. We added some, some guts, um, some balls, however you want to put it. Um, not that we were completely devoid of it last year but there wasn't enough to to you know to go around one person had to have too many and um you know we saw how that kind of ended i i like it i'm excited i think the totality of the moves today um um has me has me pretty excited i i if i was ever and i i stand by it like kind of you know when we were talking about lowry um, early on, my stance was always that he's good, and I'm not not a fan, or I'm not necessarily a fan of his. I recognize his value, but my point was that you know he wasn't going to be enough, and I fully believe that you know not any singular piece that was brought in today would have been enough, but the combined effect mm-hmm. um, is 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 what I think is going to take them over. And if the guys that do remain on roster, if they can. Um, you know, hit a, a different type of stride. Um, you know, they've had rest. They had some time to do some skill development. Um, so we'll hopefully BAM find some time to get some rest. Um, but I'm excited. I like what they did. I do think, you know, they'll be active at the deadline. They've positioned themselves with good pieces to, to do so. Um, or if they're clicking, then, you know, shit, roll them out. Right. You know? Kevin Arnovitz always says, and it's one of my favorite quotes when talking about the NBA, is grown-ass men win championships, yeah. right? And I think yeah. that... And we got them. Yep. People they do. Are, people are kind of the Lakers, you know, they do got all the uncles, but they got some grown-ass yeah. men. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's so, like, I, I think, you know, I, youth is obviously good. And, you know, you like, you know, Phoenix is a good example of, of that. But, like, you know, veteran 
the Heat have always kind of fielded veteran teams. They're always veteran teams. And one of the things that I think they lost with Jay Crowder is they lost a little bit of that edge. They lost a little bit of that size and, and guarding mm-hmm. up that they just didn't have. And they were really, you know, and I think a lot was overly made of that point because I think Ariza during the regular season really filled in that role nicely. I know that in the playoffs it went sideways, but mostly in the regular season it was good. And Jay's shooting is just so anomalous at times. It's really hard to depend on that consistently. But you get you bring in these guys that are vets that are, you know, a couple guys that have won championships, right? Markeith Morris, Kyle Lowry. Like, these are proven vets. P.J. Tucker coming off a championship. You get guys that know how to win with a bunch of dudes and your your 24-year-old superstar. And that's a great environment. And you have a guy like Tyler who can grow, and that's going to be a good competitive environment in those practices. We were joking earlier that, like, P.J. and Jimmy might try to kill each other at a practice. And that's that's fucking awesome. That's that's just so fucking heat. You know what I mean? Like, that's I, that's this I, Miami heat. I hope the collection of them are trying to kill them in every practice. Like, I think all oh, around, sure. like, you know, it's going right. to be fantastic. We don't have to, it's not, you know, Yadonis is there to, quote, unquote, instill some discipline or whatever. Hopefully now we have enough discipline, enough experience to where, you know, they can hold their own and, and still um, hopefully lead by example and just help push uh, they're not bad guys at all. They're not bad, you know, young people. But, like, you know, it, there's nothing that can't – you can't understate experience and, and haven't done it before. Christian Jones in chat says Tyler's going to get murdered at practice. Yeah, probably good. That, that's yeah, probably, but that's what he needs. These guys need a little bit that's, of that. These guys need a little bit of that. Listen, but, but point about uh, Tyler, this helps him tremendously. This takes it takes the pressure off of him having to be the playmaker, having to do those things. Now he can just play using his bare instincts. Go get a bucket. Go get those they rebounds. Still get, they still got to get a backup guard. Yeah, well, 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 we're not there yet. Let's we're just let's yet. let's focus on the, what we got. Let's bring in Sean real quick. Real Sean, what's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to talk about like the small forward situation or the wing situation going forward because y'all were like. You know, there's some options out there, but I'm looking, there's like, apparently Wes Matthews is out there, but I thought Jimmy basically ended his career, like, in the Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'm kind of worried, because it's like, unless you're, like, like saying, KZ, you gotta, you've got to hold down. Like, you've got to be rotational in the regular season. Jimmy's going to basically average, like, a double-double in brick shots and rolled ankles by the playoffs again. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. We we talked about that on the pod some, too. Like, they – oh, Ishmith going to the to the Hornets. I guess that was earlier in the day. I just saw that. They – um, Sean, I agree. Like, and I said that I don't think they're going to be able to address every need this offseason. I think that they're a wing short. And I've always – I've been pretty consistent in saying that. I was like, they can get their point guard. They can get a, a real starting point guard who can defend the point of attack. They can get some shooting. They can get a real starting power forward. But the only thing that they can't really get this offseason, which really wasn't available, was a was a legit guy at the wing. Whether that's a backup guy or whether that's a starting guy, uh, that's the one thing they need. So I'm sure that they're going to be shopping around the deadline to get it. I, I, I think your concerns are valid. Does does Is Max technically a three or a two? Because some people have, like, pasted no, him there. but. No, Max is not no, a three. Man. No, no, not sir. even they'll on, roll him out at three. They'll roll him no, out sir. there, but not on Sundays. Not even on Sundays. He, with a prayer, it's not happening. But I th- go ahead. What's, they're just what's going to have have to happen is they'll sign whoever else is left that they can sign, and 
what they're going to do and what we're going to accept because that's just how it works. They're just going to have to patchwork some things. They're going to have to have some different defensive schemes and all these different things to kind of plug whatever little hole there is left. And honestly, not for nothing, but with, with what they do have, they'll be okay. Yep. They won't be great. They won't be bad, but they'll be good enough to where if everyone plays at their level, they'll be fine. Yep. I think, I think you, and I don't know how big of leap or bad, but I think you can expect to see um, maybe a little bit more of, of KZ this season. I mean, they're going to need it, right? Like you said, Sean, is, is what other option kind of in that area do we have beyond Jimmy? And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if he, um, you know, if he showed that he is ready now, you know, maybe a bit more so than he had been last year. I think, you know, he's getting Olympic experience. Um, I don't think there's anything that can be taken away from that. Um, He and Precious, too. I hope Precious goes on to do really, really good things in Toronto. I really, really do. Um, But um, I don't know. I think think definitely what Tiffany said. If they can patch it together – um, and that's the fun part of coaching is figuring out right, you know, right. how to patch these things together. If, you know, Spose is, you know, innovative and in, in, in this, you know, type of coach that he is, I think he's going to, you know, enjoy the chance to be able to do something like this with this influx of talent. I think, like you said, Tiff, they should be okay. They should yeah. be good. And, and you know, backup guard. Right. Away, They'll they they'll do well enough to figure it out, and guess what? You hold that rope until the trade deadline, and then you and then you see what you got. Because if you're if you're if you're rolling, then you keep rolling with what yep, you got. Absolutely. But if you notice that the, if you notice that there's a slight bubble in the tire, then you make a move. But like you know, let's 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 call it what it is. Like we're 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 ahead of the curve that we set last season. Like Absolutely. we didn't, we didn't roll back the same starting five and say, "Oh, let's figure it out." No, they literally yep. went in with a broom and they just swept it out. Come on, like guys, get hype. We got honey buns and Twix. Come on, <laughs> we we ready, ready. Sean, pre- Sean, appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks so much. Thanks. So let's uh let's let's bring in um let's bring in another caller here. We have uh Jalal. What's up, man? What's up? How y'all doing? How's it going, man? You excited or what? Yes, but I'm worried about our backup point guard spot. So they let none go, uh, which I was glad about. I'm not really – it's no secret I'm not a none fan. Because um, <laughs> you a if, hater. If Smith was a guy that I was like, maybe, huh? Maybe. Uh, he, Do you he think signed. they would take a look at Schroeder? No. Because his – I'm not taking a look at him. His market is dead, though. But it's it, – It's dead, but that's his fault. That, ain't, that don't than, mean we got to take him because – Right, that don't mean we got to take him because the market is dead. Like we, we got, we we got some, and not that we can't afford him, but like you can't have him coming in there thinking he's supposed to be starting. Not and he's that. not. Definitely like not you, you want those problems. I'm trying like, to. I'm trying to look at like cap sheets right yeah. now. Like who has who has cap space? Because that that I mean he can sign and trade obviously, but for the Lakers that gets really hard because the Lakers right. can't take back salary. Because they're right up, they're gonna be right up against a hard right. cap. Gee, if he said, "All right, I get it. I, I, I'm humbled. I'm ready to play. I'll come off the bench. Blah blah blah. I'll, I'll take the fifty cents you got in the couch cushion. Then fine. 
But like you can't roll up and think you're the starting point guard. That's his that's well, his I'm ultimate problem. And, well, that's his ultimate problem, and that's the reason why now he outside with a can shaking it in front of all these stores. Now, he's shaking definitely that in front in of the, Sam Presti. <laughs> he's definitely Yo, squidward it's gonna be in the so house. Funny. Yes, he is. yes, he is. He out there shaking that can. He he played himself. So he, whoever he goes to, he's got to humble himself to realize, like, now I'm coming in on the ass end of free agency, which means, obviously, I'm not the starting point guard, or I would have already had a deal. That part. Mm. So if he goes back to the Thunder, which would be really funny because they're one of the few teams, them and the Spurs are half cap space. It would be really, really funny if he goes to the Thunder and then they retrade him for draft picks. <laughs> like That's what's going to happen, right? Could you imagine? That's what's going to happen. They're gonna, they've are gonna they traded him for the first time for picks, and then what they're going to do is they're going to retrade him, and it'd be funny if they retraded him to the Lakers. <laughs> All right, so one second, right. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm about to get out of here. Y'all have a great rest of the show. Thanks. I'm, All right, Sean. Audience, I'm listening. Um, I'm excited. Y'all should get excited. We have, you know, some stuff to be excited about, I think. Um, I'll we talk do. to y'all later. See y'all later. Enjoy. And Take care. Enjoy. Jalal, thanks so much for the call, man. We appreciate that. No problem. So let's get in. Uh, we got we got Curtis. We got Curtis Hero. What's up, man? What's up, Curtis? Hey, good afternoon, y'all. Um, so, can y'all hear me? Hello? Yep. Well, we're good. Um, so, uh, two points. The first is, Barry shot this down when I asked him on Twitter, but I think about a role that still needs to be filled, that kind of Andre Godawa, 15 minutes off the bench, can give some defense and playmaking. I don't think there's a better player to fill that role out there than Justice Winslow. You know, if he's healthy and if things could be patched up with the front office, what are y'all's thoughts on him coming in on a prove it minimum deal to fill that role off the bench? Uh, and then secondly, my second question, um, you know, with the need at backup point guard, would you consider moving Tyler Hero for Colin Sexton, maybe even getting something back since Sexton's on an expiring and that really de- depreciates his value? So, uh, yeah, thoughts on, on, on that move. I'll start uh, with the Colin thing because I actually have reporting on that. The Cavs are going to keep him. They're gonna, they are gonna they like him. They, they only were going to trade him because they didn't want to pay the extension. They're going to they're gonna run it this season, and they're going to see how they feel about him at the end of the year. They're not going to move him. They like him. They just, they're worried about the money, and they're going to have a prove-it season with him and then see what he's going to get. So, and, and if you're Cleveland, honestly, you look at these guys like Schroeder, who you thought were going to get a ton of money, and then the market dried up real quick, and you know, so I, I don't, I don't think they hate that, and I think they're going to see what they have. That's at least what I've been told. Um, Curtis, what was, what was the first question again? It was um, the Justice, Justice Winslow coming oh. in on the minimum to fill kind of that off the bench kind of icky. buddy. Listen, I give, I give Justin the biannual. Somebody asked what they can get with the biannual. Um, the biannual is going to be tricky for them, and it's going to be really dependent on what their cap figures are for for Lowry and Duncan with their with their annual increases. Um, so we we have it projected that they can use it. Other people don't have it projected that they can use it, but, it, but we're we're making an assumption that they're going to go as low as they can with with Hero with uh, with Duncan and Lowry, and then have those Kyle with the five percent increase annually and Duncan with the eight. That's what that's what we project, but it, it really depends. And um, I I love Winslow. I just don't think that he can he'll ever patch it up with this front office, and I think it's too soon to. Have. 
yeah. that that ended ugly. And I'll, I won't forget when they it was almost kind of playing out through, through the media where they were a little bit accusatory of kind of how he handled his injury. And let's not forget that he played an entire half in Denver concussed and then never played again. Uh, that's that's something to remember. And uh, and he said no. And then he released some 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 medical stuff to prove that he was indeed not right to play. So I don't I don't know if, if that'll ever get fixed. If but I would love him. He he's great. I, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, you know I said that too. That if if they brought him back, I I would love to have him back. But I I think that I I think that that's missed the mark. I I definitely don't think anytime soon he'll be coming back. I mean I'm ho- I'm just hoping that somebody picks him up. I, I hope so. I mean he'll get a contract. He's a young player. He, he I mean remember he came into the league really really young. So he'll get he'll get offers. I'm not worried about that. Um but I I I don't think that'll be for the Heat. There's not there's not a ton of guys available and I I think there's, and there's not a ton of teams with cap space, especially a team like the Spurs who look to want to lose. I mean, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it doesn't it doesn't appear very good. So we're we're kind of at the twilight. Miami's probably going to get one guy and then maybe take a flyer on like a Nola Depot. Nola Depot's still unsigned, and I think they um, should take the flyer on him. I would Tiff Tiff. I think he is really important to them if, if this thing kind of works out. Defense that we um, that defense we saw in that one game versus uh, Golden State. The defense he played on Steph Curry. Like if he's healthy. And you're going into the playoffs this year. He's good. That right, that right there. Tiff, are you there? Puts, you, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. You. Yeah, that right there puts you in a whole nother level. Hey, Brass. What's up, guys? Hey, Brass. Brass, you feeling? Excited? You excited? Uh you know, you know, I wasn't a big Stinky Morris Twin fan, but I really talked myself into it. <laughs> Listen, man, this team has got some grit. This team, this last last day, and it's been incredible. It's this fun, team, man. This team is stacked, but I feel. I truly feel that we haven't addressed the the biggest issue that we had last year that that we really need to address it before the season is I'm still waiting for Woj or Shams to like announce that the Heat have signed up to get booster shots because <laughs> if we could do that we're good man yeah we got to stay healthy yeah. everybody has to stay locked up this covid delta scary Delta's out there. We got to keep them safe. Lock Jimmy. Lock Jimmy in a safe until yes. April. Like hundred percent. Just keep them safe. They have a lot of old guys. They just gotta <laughs> keep PJ in a safe. I believe that's the vulnerable community. I mean, listen, our, our this team. Some of this team is kind of old at this point. You know, you can never be too careful. Right. I mean, although now Lakers. it's like this new variant. New variant is like the younger people. Yeah. So I mean, come on, man. This is... So may- maybe our old heads are good. Okay. Yeah. Shit seriously. They'll they'll make it. There's one thing I thought was interesting, uh, guys. That I that uh, our friend Leif uh, over at Five Reasons said was uh, that you know it kind of appears that the Heat are looking to to duck the tax. Should be a little weird. Hmm. I, I, yeah, Leif goes. Listen, I'm just gonna say this now. If the Heat intend to stand to the tax, that sucks. You can't in good conscience say that Lowry and Tucker are that massive of an upgrade overall, outgoing in totality. They need more complementary pieces. They must use spending levels available which i i agree i i think late right i think they will though yeah i don't think they're done i mean they still have roster spots to fill right and I, I don't think i don't think andy's dumb maybe they save the biannual for a buyout guy and maybe what they'll do is they'll keep that 14 spot maybe for like a guy who's not guaranteed or something 
and then they can kind of play around with the cap so that they can get a guy at the buyout. That could be something that they want to do. Uh, I've seen them hold on to these exceptions for like so long and they like never use them to like, I mean, no, yeah, I know, but I, I don't mind if they keep, I mean, cause like there's really nobody like out there that I'm like, they got to pay that guy. Like, right. They, right. You know. Agreed. Not, maybe, not that's listen, left. There's always a guy that you want. I mean, Blake Griffin was legit a difference maker for the Nets. I know that they lost in the second round, but like he, he gave them really good minutes. Batum, really impactful. So if you can offer a guy like, hey, listen, we can offer you this chunky biannual. It's like 3.4. It's not insignificant. You know, and they're going to be guys, you know, like Thaddeus Young got sent to the Spurs. He, you know, in that, in that, um, in that DeMar trade, he's a guy that, you know, is a potential buyout candidate. Drockets, I know that Drockets can't come back, but, you know, there's going to be guys all over the league that are going to get bought out that are going to want to win. And Miami has a good fucking team. So they're going to listen. The core of this, the core of this team is really sound, man. Right. The core of this team loves each other. Right. I mean, maybe not Peter Tucker, but like, you know, (laughs) but. But the, the, you know, I I think they're going in. They're going to go in with some some major major chemistry. Exactly. And uh, so I mean that that's that's huge to me. That I don't really care who else. I, I just I, because at this point now, just every time I see every time I see a tweet that mentions Miami Heat, you know, for, you know, uh, in my notebook, you know, like Shams or, or what, it's what? extra. Now it's, it's like just extra. endorphins, man. I'm I'm just I'm, I love it. I love We're back, baby. I love We're, at this point. <laughs> We're back. Somebody in chat oh, we never have a we team never of left. assholes. I agree. I love it. Uh, what's up, Tony? We're bringing Tony in. What you got? For First me? time, long time. Look, I was coming up here to talk about Depot. As you like, look at the roster and where the holes are still, there's flexibility remaining uh, to grab a guy in the buyout market. There's flexibility remaining to trade at deadline. If you have Vincent backing up Lowry right now as it stands and you bring back Depot, you have an upgrade there. Um, and then you, you can go into deadline trying to upgrade that four position. Like Leaf's right. It's the cap. You have a lot of flexibility left. There's biannual left. Like Tucker's contract is, is hefty and that's, that could be salary filler for a guy. And then you have Keith still here under roster. So there's all kinds of moves that you can make. And this gas station candy store is looking really nice right now. Well, also the depot. Depot still wants to be here, man. Like he really, really wants to be here, and he fits the culture, right? Like right, and and even the scheme. Like right now, we are long, big, and strong. Like Depot fits right in. We can run a zone. We could do a switch defense. It's so much. Depot and Lowry next to each other would make me so happy. <laughs> it would make me so happy. I, I'm in on Depot. Like it's a flyer. I, I think also like an important thing is that Miami's in title contention mode. And I don't think you want Depot on another team and they get him in April and they get a guy like that, you know, that kind of acquisition. So I know that he didn't shoot the lights out here or he was anything special, but I do think that he can make a difference for them, especially off the bench. I think that the starters, you know, you got Lowry, I think (laughs) secured like Lowry, Duncan, Jimmy, Bam, and then whoever you throw out at, at the four, whether that be P.J., or whatever, and maybe Depot plays into that starting lineup, and you run right. three guards with Jimmy at the four. You know, I, I'm if they can defend well enough. You just keep him around if you can, and figure out the rest. Would you give him the biannual if he wants it? If that's I would, take, I would fill it. I like. What's the point? Like, use the use it. You got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think there's an argument to be made to save it, but I honestly like. 
I, I would use it. If, if if that's what it takes, I would take the flyer and use it. I, I think it's better to keep that guy in house. He has so much length, so much defensive versatility. Like I, I just want him on the squad at this point. And you gave up assets for him. Kelly, a lick your fingers was like a, a real piece for this squad. So Kelly, be nice with this team. Yeah, no, tell yeah. me about it. I was thinking about that. <laughs> Kelly, be like looking at like Kelly off the bench and be like, I'm not gonna lie, that'd be kind of. <laughs> Listen, with the money he's making, he gets to live it up in Detroit, man. Exactly. I'm him, Yo, go get live, a Kelly. Yeah, let him live where he's at. Let him go get go get a Kelly. Let so him before, go build cars or something. Before I bounce, is PJ Tucker that donut, the jelly donut that would be good if you if it wasn't stale, but you're not sure because it's the last one and it's like 9 p.m. in the store. I'm not gonna let you slander my man that way. <laughs> Take you out. It could be good. Could be I'll take you out. <laughs> Not slandering my man PJ that way. Precious <laughs> shoes in the league. It's gonna come with a new, new pair of shoes every game. What's up, Brian? Hey guys. Hey Brian. Brian, you Brian, so, you, we're, we're wrapping up here soon. You excited or what? Absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to chime in on the depot thing, and I wanted to um, paint it this way to you guys because I know you were talking about a shooting, and I know like when we always talk about like you know dead legs, you get horrible shots up, um, and then when everything came out about his medical, you find out that uh one of his muscles wasn't even attached correctly from that original surgery. So, I mean, yeah. he had no legs, or at least one leg. Um, but if you look at the biannual, and let's say he's not ready till January to actually start coming in, and let's say he's only averaging 13, 14 points a game but can still give you defense, can you get someone at the guard position better than that at 3.4? I, no, I Probably not. I mean, no. I don't know what the biomarker is. Right. But I think his upside is certainly huge. And like Tiff said, he wants to be here. And you can get his bird rights. And I think if he has a good season, you can work with something next season yep. and keep him. Uh, yep. I, I, it just it makes sense. So, like, especially I wouldn't want to give him the biannual. But yeah, I mean, especially, especially that we take. won't have to pay Ryan Anderson. That's year. true. Yeah. That, that no, that's a good point. Books, baby. Well, I also think that, I mean, he, you know, he's, he still has to prove it to the league, too. I mean, with, with his injury history, I don't think he's going to make enough more anywhere else. Especially since, I mean, when would, best case scenario, when's he going to start? Yeah, we don't know. I mean, that's just a huge question he's, mark. He's worth more to us than anyone else. Yeah. Right, yeah. He ain't fucking Durant. He ain't, like, signing a four-year deal and missing the entire first Kawhi, season. Like, Kawhi's going to miss the year. And whoever's right. signing the Clippers are going to resign. They're going to give him everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we just we just wanted to do this little addendum show because we did one in the morning kind of talking about what everything that happened last night kind of got the PJ stuff in that broke after our stream. And, uh, you know, this kind of came up and we thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of get back on here, talk to you guys. Um, yeah, so this will be on the Made Pod feed. If you miss any of it, check it out at Miami Heat Beat on iTunes, Spotify, Google Pods, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at MIA Heat Beat on Twitter and Instagram so you can get your updates and news there. I'm Giancarlo Navas, your host. That was Brass Jazz, Tiffany Meek, Siobhan was on earlier. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our guests. We love and appreciate y'all, and we'll be back on the air this week. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you, guys.